Hey, real quick, before the music keeps playing, before the episode starts, my name is Jay Williams from Sight and Sound. This is an after-party episode. The reason I'm jumping in here at the beginning is because I'm actually a little bit embarrassed by this. I was a bad host. I was a bad podcast host, whatever you want to call it. Uh, This episode features my good buddy, Carl Bragg, and my other good buddy, Mitch Blue, Mitchell Blue, and uh, they were on an after party a little while ago, and they decided to come back and hang out with me. The reason I'm introducing them here right now at the top of the show is because I actually didn't introduce them. I didn't even introduce what this podcast was until like 45 minutes into the episode, so I figured I would do it now, give them the proper introduction. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this episode of After Party. Let's get back into the music. talking about harry potter off air carl how do you feel about harry potter i love harry potter you love it i love it mitchell how do you feel about harry potter meh it's just meh 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 Meh. it's all right look we were talking fine now i'm gonna have to put these headphones on to hear what we sound like somebody else talk while i put these headphones on mitchell just recently i guess he watched harry potter or he skimmed harry potter or Whatever he did with Harry Potter. Realistically, I I slept through most of it. And yeah. then I, <laughs> I woke up uh, in some parts when it got loud. And yeah, that's about it. I'm going to be completely honest with you about Harry Potter. There's nothing better to just watch any part of a movie just at any point in the day than Harry Potter. I mean, when I woke up, it was entertaining. Yeah. What else? I mean, what parts did you wake up to? Tell me what you remember when you woke up. Man, uh, I know Dumbledore died. He was falling off a cliff or something. <laughs> Spoiler off alert a cliff. To oh, Sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. <laughs> um, uh, it was the top of a tower, but go ahead. Okay. Uh, Dobby, he died. How do you feel about Dobby? That was cool for the few you seconds. You like Dobby? For the few seconds. Do you know I saw about him? him in the socks? No, I have no idea. In the socks. I have no idea. Dobby likes socks. I like socks. I'm a big fan of socks. Not. I'm not even trying to be funny. Like I, I, I like to wear nice socks. I just wear black socks Wim, every day. Women, women like their uh, their underwear from Victoria's Secret. Why am I talking to you like from behind me? Uh, women like their nice underwear from Victoria's Secret. I like to buy stance socks that cost like twenty something dollars. Dude, some of the stance socks, like the lines they come out with, they're so cool. Amazing. Like, uh, These are just Argyle. I, don't I think I bought like a pack of thirty on Amazon for twenty dollars. They did the the World Series socks for the Cubs. Yeah, I got a pair of them. Yeah, it's Kayla, like eighteen dollars or some. Kayla shit like got twenty two. No, I got yeah. Kayla some Star Wars socks. Like, I don't want. Are you okay? Are, I'm going to ask both of you, Mitchell first. Are you okay at all with mismatching socks? Uh, 
Yeah, it don't really bother me. I mean, you don't I mind would, it at all? I wouldn't wear it, but I'm not going. <laughs> You're well, not going to judge. A technically, little, like a lot of the stance socks are mismatch. Like they, they are. Is that what you're saying? Well, I mean, they come in a pair, yeah. but a lot of them are different. That's like, what I'm saying. So when I bought these Star Wars socks, you bought well, like one was, I think Princess Leia, and the other one was like fucking Boba Fett or something. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But. So you had one sock that was probably like white and brown, and the other one's like this weird green and tan and yeah, orange. Yeah, I'm not about that life. I'm not about mismatching socks. I, I mean, I'm I'm not going to judge somebody like you for not having matching socks, but I can't be caught doing it. It's just not going to happen. I think it depends, too, like what colors they are. Because some of them, like I've I've been tempted to buy some because some colors mismatch. They do look good together. Yeah. Kayla, she'll just, she'll just pick two just socks. Throw them on. <laughs> no, when she first moved into the house and we were, uh, I was like doing laundry, I had all these socks that didn't have partners. And I was throwing them into a bag. And she was like, I don't have any socks. And I'm like, here's a bag full of mismatched socks. And she was just like, no, those are a bag of socks that I could potentially wear. They were candidates. Well, here you go, you hoodlum. Yeah, I know, pretty much. <laughs> it was like a very, it's like a turning point in our relationship. But I don't know. It, it is it is what it is. Who does who does the laundry in your house, Mitchell? Uh, it's kind of split, actually. 50-50. How do you feel about doing your lady's laundry? I mean, I'm fine with it. Yeah. I think she has a problem with it more so than I. Cause her I just, doing your laundry? No, no, no. Me doing her laundry. Oh, okay. I was like, I just throw shit in there. If it needs to get washed, it needs That's to get washed. I, I just, whatever. I don't care what it is. But she likes to coordinate it and organize it and all this other shit. <laughs> well, like, I feel like the washing part wouldn't be the hard part. Holding it would be hard. Like, women's clothes are so awkward. A lot yeah, of their shirts that is and shit. True. Yeah. Like, how do you fold it? I kind of just I ball agree. it up. And, you know, That's what you I just do. just ball it up. And throw it in the drawer. <laughs> Here you go. So, with with Kayla, and I'm going to out her with this, and I guess it's fine. It is what it is. She never listens back to my podcast anyway. So, uh, she is bad about doing laundry. Like, really bad about it. And I end up doing a lot of her laundry. And I don't mind. I don't really have a problem with it. But how dare you if you come <laughs> home and say, why did you put this here? And I'm thinking to myself, I did this for you. I did say the thank you. Exactly. Yeah. We have an understanding now. I told her, I don't mind. fold. It's not even the folding thing. Jesus. It's not even the folding thing that's the issue. It's uh, it's what you were saying, like the washing yeah. certain things and like something getting shrunk. Right, right. I didn't. I didn't start doing my own laundry till like last month. Just oh yeah, who did, who did laundry? My granny did my laundry oh, yeah? forever. I like that. <laughs> so spoiled. I don't have I don't any. Know. I don't have any problem with it. You take advantage of whatever opportunities. I mean, you, it wasn't me taking advantage of it. Well, I don't mean. I, I like, mean, if somebody I, I, offers you a hundred dollars, <laughs> you're not going to say. Well, it's I'm a good. Thank it's you. a funny story. Like my granny witnessed me doing laundry one time. Yeah, and she was like fucking doing it wrong like yeah. you you suck at laundry so just bring it to my house and i'll do it for you you got to separate it you got to do everything i don't fucking care i just throw it in there and wash yeah. it. yeah see it's like me but there's no organization it's dirty it needs to get washed right put it in the washing machine the That's only it. thing i don't do is like t-shirts that i like i don't dry them like i'll put them in the dryer for about five minutes and then i'll i'll hang them and let them hang dry because i don't want them to shrink because i had a stepmom that uh, I would get a, a new T-shirt 
and the first wash cycle it would be a belly shirt like i was wearing a crop top <laughs> afterwards like wash it in cold water you dumb bitch and then <laughs> is that don't what said dry it like legitimately i did call her a bitch one time but not like <laughs> during laundry but like <laughs> right but yeah what if you were that terrible of a kid like first of all i didn't care about laundry when i was a child now dude okay we talk about this a lot on sight and sound but washing t-shirts do you dry your t-shirts no it depends so but see even that even that notion of like uh sometimes i was a guy i always threw my t-shirts in the dryer no matter what and guess what they shrink a hundred percent and that's an issue for me because i'm a i'm a taller guy i have a long torso yeah it's a huge problem i mean like like if it's just some something i'll just wear around the house or something like that i don't care but if yeah. it's an actual nice shirt that i wear out then yeah i'll just i'll hang it does nice shirt also mean t-shirt like can it a could. t-shirt be a nice shirt it could i agree a hundred percent a hundred percent do you hang dry all your shirts carl not all of them like just the ones that i wear like wear wear the like good shirts. yeah the good ones this is a this is a new thing for for ryan and i both we i mean he'll he tells the story all the time but Christian Harloff is the one that taught him that he should hang dry his T-shirts. A guy that lives in California. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, it's easy for him. But for who? For Christian? I mean, does he hang dry them like outside or does he just hang dry them in his house? I think in his house in yeah. general. That's all I do. But, I like how yeah. you took that into consideration. Like they just have way nicer. <laughs> like they have wet weather than we. You're right. I, I agree with that. Have you ever been to California? No. Have you been to California? Nope. Would you go to California? I would. I actually, I want to go. San Diego, that's on my That's your spot? List. Yeah, I want to go. You want to go to that Comic-Con, dude. Yeah, yeah. I would say that's Is that why you want to go to San Diego? Mm-hmm. Interesting. <clears throat> Very interesting. Uh, what about the Comic-Con in Lexington? So Lexington has a Comic-Con. It's not an official Comic-Con, but it's like a comic book convention sort of thing. I had no idea. You didn't know that? No. They, they just get the Green Ranger, and that's their claim to fame. <laughs> Did you know, uh, that's hilarious you brought that up. Did you know I've had email correspondence with the Green Ranger before? Yeah. So I I used to do, when I was doing freelance graphic design, I had some clients that were in MMA, and he was also in MMA. Yeah. He emailed me about some design work, but I didn't realize that that's who that was, and I thought, that name sounds so familiar. I love the Green Ranger. And so, so I looked him up. And, like, he had the same name. I'm not this guy, but I had to email him back, and I said, hey, man, just just have to ask a question. Are you the Green Ranger? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a simple response. It would have been some shit if he was just like, no, I'm the White Ranger. Or he owns the, it, though, The man. Red Ranger. I mean, he goes around and, like, yeah. I mean, that's how he makes money now. Like, Yeah, essentially. Yeah, I mean. Don't blame like, him. That's his claim to fame. Walk so. around with Gucci shoes and shit. Yeah. I don't know if any of the other ones. Like, so, were you guys both David, Power Rangers? Y- David Yost. He does a lot of the Comic-Cons David now. David Yost? The Blue Ranger. Oh, that's oh, a the, gay one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, Austin St. John's, the guy who played the Red Ranger. Yeah. He was a firefighter forever. He was a Gold Ranger, too. Yeah. The, I forgot about the Gold That was a good costume right there. <laughs> but he, like... uh. He just now got into the comic book thing, like uh, the 
conventions and then they brought one of them back they brought one of them back way later i'm talking like in the last like three years uh like one of the original ones yeah like in the show yeah they brought them back in like whatever i know they did like uh not in like a recent recent one but they did an episode that sounds so stupid because i know all this stuff about power (laughs) rangers i mean we're talking about (laughs) like uh they did an episode called forever red yeah. I forget which era of Power Ranger it was, but they brought back all the Red Rangers. And that's I, cool. Yeah. It, was, it was the coolest thing. And like Jason David Frank was a Red Ranger in Zeo, I believe. And then they brought back the original. Okay. One. Did both did you watch Power Rangers back in the day? The very first iteration of it. Just the first one. Yeah. After that it kinda I, I will say I probably watched it a little bit longer than I I would have admitted when I was younger, and now I don't care. Did you have what was your favorite iteration of Power Rangers? Uh, well, like story wise and everything. Like, yeah, but I mean, mainly costumes. Well, obviously, I don't know if like anybody is like, <laughs> yeah. how does a story? Well, it, like, like story though, like Power Rangers in space or whatever was supposed right? to be like the ending of Power Rangers. Oh, was it really? Yeah, it was supposed to be like an original ending, I believe. Uh, they had the best uniforms too. I know, like that one dude that had the. The highlights in his hair, the Red Ranger, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That was a that, that was actually a good show. Like I agree. That was <laughs> my favorite. You know which one I couldn't get on board with? Zeo. Yeah. When their powers are shapes. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm gonna be a fucking star. <laughs> I'll tell you the one that was ridiculous in that one. No the Yellow Ranger, she didn't have a shape, so they had like star, square, triangle, circle. She had two lines. That's not a shape. <laughs> I'm an equal sign. Yeah, that's not a shape. You just ran out of things. Uh, parallel lines. Zio. Yeah. The, uh, that was stupid. Like, what, what was your kid show? Like, what was your, your nostalgia kid show? Um, probably Ninja Turtles. Turtles, yeah, for sure. Um, I'm trying to think there's anything Did else. you ever watch, like, uh, the Ninja Turtles where it was kind of, it was a live action one? It was kind of like Power Rangers? Yeah. Oh, or like a split. They had the second. crossover. Yeah, but that's when they brought. That, I mean, obviously, I'm not trying to be sexist here, but they brought that female, the light blue one. Yeah, named Venus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was uh, up with that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do remember the live action thing. That was when like Fox was trying to be super ambitious Ooh. with their stuff. That was like the golden era, though. Right. And they had X Men. They yeah. had Spider Man. Yeah. The Spider Man cartoon show. Are you serious? You can say that probably. Batman. That was my. Oh my God. The Batman animated series. Yeah. Still this day. Won all those awards. Well, that guy, the guy that I don't know his name, and people are going to be like, well, obviously this guy. Uh, (laughs) The guy that did the voice for Batman. Uh, Bruce. He does it for video games. I I was about to say. Bruce Till, Tim, something like that. I was about to say, he's still (laughs) making a living off of doing the voice for Batman. Yeah. He's in all the Arkham games. He voices that. Um, and Mark Hamill was in the first two games, and then uh, he, Arkham? yeah, he, he was in, he was in three of them. He got in three. He was in Ark. Well, no, he wasn't in um, Origins. He was in Arkham Knight. Okay, because I know he was like going <laughs> to dip out. He said he wasn't going to play Joker at all at one point. He was just well, like, probably because he was going to be Luke Skywalker. Uh, yeah, he was like, yeah. I'm going to go do my other job, the job that made me famous. Like, can you seconds. can you name any more? Mark Hamill movies? Oh, man. He was in, and I just found this out. He was in some Stephen King movie because I was watching a Chris Stuckman, um, like, 
movie review for some hilariosity he did, and apparently Mark Hamill was in some other movie. Hmm. He was in this old war movie called The Big Red One. Yeah. Do you know what that is? No, I don't. He was in that, and I remember watching that, and I was like, when I was a kid, I was like, why the fuck is Luke Skywalker carrying a gun with a condom <laughs> right. on that? Yeah, Luke, yeah no, Luke carried a gun in Star Wars, though, from time to time. Yeah, but not a real gun. It was a laser gun. That's fair. Yeah, I... I don't know, man. Nostalgia for me. I actually think last time you guys were on here, we were going to get into this and we didn't. The I grew up watching the 1989 Batman every single day when I used to stay home with my uh, at my grandmother's house and also the Ninja Turtles movie, the live action. I think that's a good movie. Like, I think it still holds up. Like uh, the first one? The first one. Yeah, the first one. The first one was super dark. I was about to say, yeah, yeah it's dark, it brutal. dramatic. There's always one scene I think about when I tell people that it's like uh, Raphael. He's a red one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He got like jumped by the Casey foot Jones, plant, and he was. Oh no, no, yeah, yeah. And he was like uh, in a in a coma. Yeah, and he was sitting in a bathtub, and like, they're no, trying to rehabilitate him. It yeah. was Leonardo got jumped. No, it was, no, it was Raph. Yeah. yeah, Leonardo was like super depressed about it. Yeah, he was like sitting by the toilet, and they were drawing that picture of him. Yes, yeah. that's exactly. Yeah, did do you have a mo- movie you grew up like I watching up. every day when you were a kid? I watched those. Uh, Secret of the Use was probably my favorite, but I mean the, the first fight scene in that uh, like Chuck E. Cheese place or whatever it was. <laughs> uh, the first one though, like the first one when I was a kid. Some of the moments like scared me almost. Like, there's the part where he runs. They do in have a talking rat, so yeah. <laughs> the part where he runs into Casey Jones and Casey Jones like beats the shit out of him. That was the first one. Yeah, with the cricket. Yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah. Nobody understands the rules of cricket. Yeah, I know. What a great movie. Yeah, those were good. Like, but movie that I watched every day, probably Ace Ventura. I watched really? that a whole bunch. Yeah. Yeah. See, I was a little bit older when Ace Ventura came out. That was like deep into elementary school everybody quoting that movie that was a good movie it was a good movie did you have one that was like you watched every single day as a kid um probably never heard of it but it's a movie called warriors of virtue oh my goodness that movie was so cool dude have you guys talked about this on your podcast no no No? okay Um, did you just make a connection you didn't know you had yeah Yeah. okay (laughs) it's so funny that you say that because i was looking for this movie on dvd the other day it's I, I think it still holds up because I was really big in the kung fu movies when I was a kid. Like I apparently Ryan Snelling is like an expert on Bruce Lee, which I'm just now finding out about in like the last two weeks. Sorry, Go that's ahead. interesting. Um, yeah, I was super heavy into kung fu, and then this like had kung fu kangaroos. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what? Sign me Have up. Have you never seen this movie? No, God, I'm good. gonna find it and we're gonna watch it. It's I good. Swear. Like it's still good. That one day. had that hula hoop. Or one whatever. had a hula hoop. One had the sword. The other Is this one a had live action? Bracelets. Yeah, yeah. God, it's so good. It's ridiculous. It's so awesome. <laughs> it sounds insane, but it kind of gave me like a almost like a dark crystal kind of vibe. I don't even know what that is. What is that? Is it making up metal bands now? <laughs> what are we doing here? Um, uh, it's like a who was that? David Bowie? Was that him? That that's played? Labyrinth. Was it Labyrinth? Mm-hmm. I think it's in Dark Crystal too. 
He might have been. There were all these movies <coughs> that came out apparently when I was a kid wrong. that I just missed out on. Like Labyrinth was one. Newsies. Remember Newsies? Christian Bale was in that. Yeah. Never heard of that. It was like a musical. Uh, but like people were just like, oh, nostalgic about these things I had no idea about. Who is in Dark Crystal? This is going to fucking kill me right I have now. no idea. I thought it was David Bowie. I could David be wrong. Bowie. If not, it's probably one of those other androgynous Yeah. Well, there's like figures. like Legend. I've never seen Legend. Is that Tom Cruise? Yeah. In that movie? You still have never seen it? I've never seen it. I've never it seen it. What's the movie? Warwick, is Warwick Davis? No, he was in uh, uh, the Val Kilmer one. Yeah, I've never seen that movie. Willow. Willow, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wasn't Brad Pitt in one, one of them? Or is that Legend? He was like in an interview. Well, I know uh, he's in an interview with the vampire, but, but like, no. He wasn't in another one? You've never like seen that? Legend? No, I've never seen Legend. He fights the devil in that, or oh, a yeah? demon, or whatever. It's the devil, dude. It's the Might devil. Well just, just call it the but devil. <laughs> it, is, it is such a cool fight. I remember watching that on TV when I was a kid. Yeah. There's some things when I was a kid that I have, like, vivid memories of, and I would think about it as an adult, but I couldn't remember, like, the names what of them. Yeah. Like, uh, I remember for a while it was, I think, Shogun Warriors. I don't know if you guys remember that or not. Were you ever into Toonami? Did you ever watch Toonami yeah, back in the day? Yeah. Shogun yeah. Warriors. Dragon Ball Z guys? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I actually just watched the newest movie. The Is it day. good? It's cool. Resurrection of F? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, Frieza comes back. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, those are the days, man. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I got into... I remember getting into Dragon Ball Z, and obviously a lot of the kids in my school were a lot of the guys. Not to cut you off. It. Yeah. But Shogun Warriors, was that the... Like, was it, like, different colored samurais? Yes. They got armor and stuff like that? Yeah. I did watch that show. Yeah, it was cool. I remember I that. I was big into Voltron. <laughs> yeah. Th- that's the other thing, too. So now kids can just watch any episode of any of these shows that they want. But I remember, like, I remember seeing Voltron for the first time and having no idea when it came on. Do you remember that back in the day? Like, someone across something for the first time and yeah. never being able to see it again? I actually, I first got on the Voltron through a movie. I'd never oh, yeah. seen one episode of the TV show. I didn't even know it was a TV show. I right. thought it was just that movie. So I used to watch that over and over Essentially again. Essentially cartoon Power Rangers for the most part. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Do you remember VR Troopers? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I never watched that. <laughs> I remember that, too. It was like on WGN or something yeah. like that. Yeah. WGN. It was cool at the time, though. You know yeah. the guy who, uh, what's his name, Tom on Toonami? Yeah. yeah. You know, he's in uh, one of Logic's records. Yes, I did know yeah. that, actually. He's like uh, one of the narrators in it. Yeah. How do we feel about Logic? We uh, have Because you listen to that that album. Yeah. I listen to all of Logic's albums. You're a hip-hop head. I still haven't listened to any of his albums all the way through. Like, really? I listen to some of his songs, but it just never really caught on. Because, see, I had never really listened to him mm-hmm. much at all. And this the album that came out this year, Everybody, was the first time I'd ever heard him. And I was like, man, this guy is fucking great. And I was like ranting and raving about how good his album was. And all these like hip hop heads were like, nah, we're, we're, <laughs> we're not, not in it. And I was like, why? He's legitimately good. Yeah. He's making like banger songs. And they were like, yeah, he raps about the same thing every single album. And I'm like, what? Like his last album was like about like a space odyssey. It was well, just like a, well, I just feel like that's kind of a, a silly statement to make. Cause like a lot of hip hop, Talks about the same thing. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, but people were talking about how he's preachy and stuff too in his songs. But it, the thing that always, I always got frustrated with is a lot of older hip hop heads yeah. talk about 
hip hop today yeah. that there's not as much substance. But when he talks about things like, well, like the older hip hop people do appreciate him. Like there's this, uh, the, yeah. And this, I, I could be completely speaking. It's cool. Like interview with him. And I think it's tech nine. Yeah. And like, they're going back and forth about like verses. Yeah. And like, they're talking about each other's verses and it's really cool to watch it. Like, but they're talking talk about delivery right. and speed and pronunciation. And it's cool to see somebody like that talk to Logic and be be hype about him. Like he's just like he's he's all about it. Yeah. Do you like Kendrick? Are you a Kendrick? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I always struggle too, like with talking to older hip hop heads too about any rappers today. Like it's like I feel like a lot of people don't give anybody a chance. I mean, I think I think Kendrick is one of the greatest. Like I legitimately at least lyricism. I mean straight up lyricism. All time. Uh, maybe I think he could be in the consideration just because yeah. of the fact that I think the thing that Kendrick has done in his career is almost every single one of his albums, not only are they, they have mainstream appeal, but they're also super conceptual. Like you don't see a lot of people, I mean, writing albums like that, that can cross over to mainstream. Yeah. I think that's a huge challenge to pimp a butterfly. Wasn't the most mainstream successful album. I don't think, but I mean, Obviously, it had its bangers on it. Yeah, so it's had a few on there. I I didn't care for it that much. But yeah, I appreciated what he was trying to do with it. It's it super. Just, it's an impressive album. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It just I don't think it was always going to. Which I think, damn, definitely had more of the mainstream appeal on it. Definitely. I mean, he had Rihanna on it for God's sakes, like definitely. But I mean, he still keeps you know true to his core because even with that mainstream kind of sound, what he's talking about in the song is still pretty. But even like his mainstream sound, he made it. Like that's him. Like to a certain extent, I think there's some songs on on Damn that I think he kind of. This is just my opinion, of course. That I, you see, Damn for me. As much as I love that album, it, at least artistically, I don't think it's his most. No. I don't think you can even compare it to a Good Kid, Mad City, or a to Pimp a Butterfly. Artistically, commercially, a hundred percent. I think Section Eighty is still his best. Yes, and see, I'm not as familiar with Section 80. I need to go back and listen to it more because I'm only familiar with like a handful of tracks on it. Yeah, I would say that's hands down my favorite Kendrick album, mixtape, whatever you want to call it. And yeah, I think there are some songs on that album where he, you can definitely tell that he is trying to be more commercial. Like I think, um, I'm trying to remember, I think the song he did with Rihanna, is it Love? Loyalty. Loyalty, yeah, I mean, it's hard for me to listen to that song and not think, oh, I can hear some things that Drake has made popular in the right, song. Right, right. Just yeah. how it's, you know, more sing-songy and whatnot. Yeah. But, right. yeah, I don't know. It's it's strange. It's, it, it's interesting, I think, to look at where hip-hop is today. And a lot of people, I've had this discussion with somebody in the, uh, here recently, actually, they think that the quality of hip hop is going down. And I think, you know, a lot of people are talking about quality in like the sense of like the subject matter or like, I think everything people involved. I think everything is what people are saying, but there's, I don't think there has ever been more hip hop coming out on a regular basis. And at the same time, like it's a different, it's a different time. So like, I mean, what people are talking about now is what they're living now. Like it's, Rock it's music has been time. going through this for a long time. I mean, hip hop is still a relatively young art form. Right. I mean, for the most part. And 
it's I just think that people they get a little bit short sighted. People like to kind of turn their noses up. Well, it's like what he's saying. Like people are rapping about what they're going through now, and like it's like they're frowned upon because they didn't grow up in a hood like slinging crack or something like that. And now just because they haven't lived that life, they can't be a rapper now, or they can't. Well, be involved in that genre of music because yeah. they're not hardcore. I mean, the music that you and I grew up listening to with just like like more emo types of music and h- hardcore and stuff like that, a lot of that stuff came from the suburbs. Yeah. And I think, you know, we are seeing a lot of different types of music coming from the suburbs. I mean, a, a lot of music that people are making now, they're making in their homes. Right. I mean, unless they're just digging up like you know, <laughs> drum machines in a, in a yard sale or something yeah. like that. I mean, it's probably people on their Mac computers making. Just tapping away at the keyboard. Yeah, and playing games on their computer. But uh, I don't know. I, I'm a little bit more, I'm always open to it. Like, I'm always searching for new music. Do you think you're ever going to be like an old curmudgeon that just hates everything the kids are listening to? I do that now. <laughs> <laughs> do you? I think you do. Uh, no, I listen to everything. It wouldn't, it does nothing, nothing really bothers me. Yeah. Like, I'll listen to it. Yeah. And give my opinion. If I don't like it, I won't listen to it again. Do you ever have to find yourself defending like the music that you like to people? No. I mean, even if somebody doesn't like it, I mean, all right, that's yeah. That's your opinion. I don't I wouldn't sit there and argue like Carl doesn't like probably <laughs> half of the stuff that I listen to. Well Carl's a contrarian. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, but, like, are you contrarian, Carl? Uh, I don't think he is. Uh, <laughs> I'm even contrarian some bold about opinions. that. Yeah, and that's that's fine. Like I don't Absolutely. I don't mind that somebody else having a different opinion from me because I mean, it's what I'm listening to. You know, hundred percent. So I just remember uh, the drunken conversation that Hal was having with us that one that one night. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. trying to remember who the fuck he was talking about. Like he said, the Migos. Yeah, they their garbage was like one of his top groups. They'll probably right come now. find me and shoot me or do and whatever they want to do. I forgot. He said somebody else, too, that's, you know, real mainstreamy hip-hop, which, I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I don't. Oh, he probably said, like, Kodak Black, who's awful, and 21 Savage, who's awful. But see, I, I like I actually like 21 Savage just because of what he talks about. A lot of people say he mumbles, but to me, when I listen to him, I can understand him. Yeah. And his subject matter some of it I can relate to. So I listen to them. You know, I, I, I like them a lot. But like the Migos and stuff, all they talk about is jewelry, cars, and all that. Like, I don't got none of that stuff. Have you seen that funny interview with, uh, I think it's Joe Budden. Why is Joe Budden trying to fight all these new rappers? Well, first of all, Joe Budden, <laughs> Joe Budden is, uh, technically, I guess he's a co-worker of mine because he works for Complex. <laughs> Does yeah, he really? Yeah. yeah, he yeah. Had, uh, Everyday the, struggle. Yep. There's that funny uh, interview with him and Migos where he just drops the mic and oh, yeah, he just walks on away. Red carpet. Yeah, yeah they're I've just seen like, that. what is it, man? What are we going to do? But I mean, if you're acting like that, then I can't blame him. He should have Sometimes he's wrong. Did you see when he, uh, him and Will Yachty got into it? Yachty, Yachty was pretty cool with that, though. He was, but he shouldn't have been. Like, that's yeah. when Joe crossed the line. Like, yeah. no, come on, man. You don't talk down to this man he's sitting right here across from me like that i don't i don't watch enough of that show the only the only one i saw was um what's his name i'm forgetting his name now um chicago rapper vic mensa vic, the one with vic mensa. A- academics in, got into it in in the movie talk studio yeah. it's just <laughs> the most bizarre thing to me i just wonder like what people like 
John Schnepp were doing in the next room over. <laughs> like, <laughs> who are these people? <laughs> what is going on? Yeah. I, I don't know, man. It, it's it's crazy. And we're, we're just talking about defending music opinions. It's interesting for me being the music guy dipping my toes into the movie space because I feel like for the most part, and you can agree with this or disagree with this, but I feel like a lot of people in the movie space, there's this collective conscious, like obviously some people have differing opinions, but for the most part, everybody ends up agreeing on like, what is a good movie? What is not a good movie? Yeah. For the most part, it was not really a, like a, like a little gray area. I feel that way. I super, I definitely feel that way. Like my music reviews, when I put them up, man, if I don't give something <laughs> a, like I've had arguments with people because I've given B's on things yeah. or even C's, which, you know, C's relatively average. It's not terrible. Right. It's just not great. And people will just go in, man. I mean, <laughs> and we'll, we'll have like super big arguments on stuff, but I mean, you're more wrapped up in the, in the movie space. Do you feel like people, uh, maybe give too much credit to movies sometimes when they should be a little bit more critical on stuff. Sometimes, yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, depending on your background or when you saw the movie, you're gonna be a little biased against it. Like well, I'm, I'm pretty biased towards Marvel movies. I think, yeah, because I, you know, I grew up reading Marvel comics. Right. I've always loved Marvel. And didn't really get into DC as much. So yeah. when it comes to something like that, then I'll probably give a pass to something maybe I shouldn't. But like movies are like 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 we were you were saying about movies and music. Mm-hmm. It's easy for somebody to go, Oh, this director is directing this, so they automatically have that assumption, like this is gonna be good. Yeah. But it's hard to do that with music. Like there's not a lot of people out there who can go, Oh, this producer is producing this album. There's also so it's no, going to be good. There's also not one. So in in the movie and television space, there's a lot of people out there who can be a voice for, or at least shift opinion in a certain direction. Collider's right. like that. Screen Junkies is like that. Right. They're really. I mean, unless you're watching Anthony Fantano, who's like the only big uh, music reviewer on the YouTube, internet yeah yeah uh, just on the internet in general i mean i can't name another music reviewer off the top of my head sight and sound yeah I mean, yeah <laughs> uh, that is the truth though like he's just everywhere like when it comes to that shit he, he's just the only like main personality there are some other people like um uh dead in hip-hop is an, I don't, I like is, nardwar and shit like nardwar that. is yeah. a decent one um there's some other random reviewers really review he just but i mean you're you're looking at like people it's it's just not a big community so I, I do think it's it's funny and the other thing too with music music has a factor built into it that movies and tv don't have maybe tv a little bit more but replay value right. i mean your opinion can change drastically i i don't know if i've ever told either of you this so when <laughs> when um travis scott's album rodeo came out I hated it. I didn't get it. I didn't understand it at all. That year, at the end of the year, it ended up being my number two album of the year. But can you <laughs> can you do that with movies? Can you do the same thing? I, I don't think. In fact, it's worse with movies. I will walk out of a theater, that's right, out of a theater, enjoying a movie, and then 
the further I drive away from the theater, the more I will pick it apart in my head about how <laughs> I didn't enjoy the movie. That's how I felt about Rogue One. I I left the theater seeing Rogue One. I was like, that was cool. And then the more I thought about it, the less I liked the movie. I don't hate the movie. Yeah. I don't not like the movie. I just had problems with it. Um, Spider-Man was a movie that I... I Something didn't sit well, and I'm the only person Homecoming? that feels this way. Yeah, like what? I, I, Homecoming is a good movie. It, it's a it's a good movie. What bothered you about it? It just wasn't what I wanted it to be. I wanted it to be way more action packed than it was, and it was m- way more focused on being, you know, coming of age, a coming of age relationship type of movie, yeah, yeah. and rightfully so. It, that's that. on me personally. Like I. I can see that though. That's a fair. Yeah. That's a fair thing because they they advertise it as such, you know. Oh, hundred percent. But I, I, I've actually over the years been. We joke with you about having like these crazy opinions. <laughs> I hate in, Inception and Looper now. Yeah, <laughs> I've I've actually been relatively. I'm a massive Christopher Nolan fan. I love Christopher Nolan, but I've always been a little bit critical of his bat of his Batman trilogy. Like the. As a whole, or just one movie in particular? Mm, you just don't like the last movie. I, I don't think the last movie... I went on record as saying it was almost unwatchable. I tried to really? re, tried to rewatch that movie recently, and there were so many plot lines going on at the same time, it was hard for me to follow. I, I personally think Batman Begins is the best movie in that trilogy. And the only reason I think that is because if it weren't for Heath Ledger's Joker performance... I don't. I, mean, even, I don't even know if Dark Knight would have been. What's that? Okay, I jumped around there. Sorry, I was like, I was confused for a second because you were just like, Batman Begins is the best, but right. you said, I think Batman Begins is the best Batman film in that yeah. trilogy, from front to back, complete story. I said that the last time we were. Did you really? Yeah. Okay. Well, then we're rehashing something. But regardless, I, I think without Heath Ledger's Joker performance, The Dark Knight is actually a pretty. Long ass fucking movie. Straightforward movie. Yeah. It, it's just, yeah, it is what it is, I guess. And then Two Face shows up for a second and then it's just like. Yeah. And like, even that, even, like, I, I do have a problem with that. Like, how are you <laughs> going to introduce a major character in the Batman universe and have him gone? Nope. We don't need minutes? him anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, tragedy yeah. struck that movie. I'm sure they, oh, wanted, of course. they wanted the Joker in the next one. But oh, 100%. yeah. I would say that, that was the rumor or whatever that. Christian Nolan killed Two Face off because he was planning to use right. Heath Ledger again. But was also a that heavy out. rumor that Christopher Nolan didn't even want to do the third Batman film. I can see that. I, you know, so I, I did hear that too, and they kind of—I think he was contracted or whatever, or something. Yeah, something like that to do it. I mean, after after something like that, I wouldn't like. You have arguably, well, like to the critics and everything. Do you think that movie did better because Heath Ledger died? I I think there's a strong point to be made that that could be the case financially. Yeah, financially, maybe not reception wise. I mean, that performance it was it is he, amazing. Yeah, yeah. But like after that, I mean, he arguably made his best Batman movie right there, like to Absolutely. credits and everything like that. So why would you want to make another one? Yeah. Well, and it just ruined any plan that he had too. Yeah. Not just the tragedy, but I'm sure he had a plan, you know, to go forward. And I mean, it's. it's not the exact same, but it, I'm sure it's similar with Carrie Fisher passing away. With, I mean, rumor has it that she was supposed to play a major role in the 
last Star Wars movie. If George Lucas was directing, he would just like superimpose our face on everybody and just yeah, be like, "That's fair." Well, they're kind of Princess doing, Leia, kind of doing that already with uh, Rogue One stuff, CGI yeah. stuff. It's just not there yet, is it? No, it looked weird, and <laughs> I said the same thing when I seen Robert Downey Jr. in Civil War too. Yeah, it's like it's close though. It's but close. I'm, I appreciate the effort. But look, like, why are they focusing so hard on CGI? Like, when, I mean, he just brought up a looper, but, like, that was mostly, like, practical effects. That was I, makeup I effects. was under the assumption the that, it was, that it was a blend of both. Yeah, it yeah. is a blend. Yeah. But, yeah, like, I why agree. wouldn't they just go with, like, prosthetics and makeup and things? And, it's like, that dude in The Gladiator that died? The Gladiator movie? I can't remember. God. I know what you're talking about. One of the characters died on that, and... His face is pretty much superimposed. I'll tell you what I, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, I've never, I've never tried to execute rendering CGI or anything like that. And I do know. Well, the, the point I'm about to make has to do with time in general as well. But I've never seen as good a CGI in my entire life than the uh, first two Planet of the Apes films. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are un fucking believable the third one was really good too but like actually, the new ones yeah yeah the new ones i mean i agree I, I don't understand how they can get that so right and granted they're they're animals as opposed to human beings. humans but and they're pretty fucking good you know what i'm saying and like uh caesar is a guy that is that's yeah. Eddie circus that's his face yeah 100%. and like his mocap like that is a, a man doing that i think I think you're right, though. I think it's more so because it's an animal we're looking at I as think opposed so. to a human being, what we interact with every day, and we're so used to looking at it, how it moves and how it looks. I think you're right. As opposed to an ape that, yeah. you know, when you when you see an ape up and close. Well, even like in fantasy movies and stuff like that, it's it's much easier oh, to 100%. see like a, a goblet or something like that. Then. Yeah, and even something like Avatar was... I'm not. I'm not a big. I hate that movie so much. Regardless, the those creatures, those aliens, whatever you want to call them, they're very. They very closely resemble a human being, but they're far off enough, I guess, to where we're just like, okay. (laughs) Okay. Fun fact about Avatar: I've never seen it. Really? Really? Never. You're not missing much. IMO. That's that's what I figured. Just go go watch it and just be disappointed. Nah, I'm good. I actually do have a. I want to ask you guys both a question, and because so I got onto the Planet of the Apes stuff later than most, like Like the newer series. The newer series. I watched the James Franco one, the first one, like pretty soon after it came out, and just didn't watch the rest of them. Yeah. Well, I didn't watch the second one for a really long time until a month before the third one came out. I rewatched them in sequential order as if I was watching like a TV show. It was amazing to do that. But the movie didn't do as well. Critically, it was overwhelmingly positive. And but I think financially it fell shorter than what they had hoped for it. Yeah, it made less money than the second one. It's because they're just beating a dead horse. Well, they're riding horses, but the, the <laughs> I, I actually have a theory about this. I think now major, major, major blockbusters are all franchise films. Your, um, you know, Star Wars, DC, Marvel. I mean, they're crushing it right now. 
And even though you're not getting, for instance, you're not getting an Avengers movie every year, right? you are still getting three Marvel movies a year, if not more. And that is still ingrained in people's subconscious. It took them, what, like three years to make those Apes movies? I think people, I think people forgot about it. Like yeah. I legitimately do. Well, I think it was longer than that, to be honest. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah, it's Planet of the Apes. I mean, well, it is. It's but been around forever. It it is, but it didn't make sense for the third one to, to take that long. Yeah, to come out. well, well, just to not financially not do as well. Yeah, no. I mean, franchise movies that are that successful don't fall off like that. That is interesting. Like, what is the last movie that did very very well that wasn't a franchise movie? Uh, I mean, like box office wise. I mean, I Beauty and the Beast did really, really well. Yeah, for what but it that's was. A, that's a dis, Disney movie. That's like a different animal, right there. Um, no pun intended. <laughs> different beast. Right now, I think I looked at box office mojo. Sunday Annabelle is up to like three hundred million. Yeah, but that's still like a franchise. Oh yeah, that, I guess, that's I from guess the, the, the Conjuring, and yeah. then they did Annabelle, and then right. Annabelle too. Well, I think what's funny, the thing that people often forget about is a lot of that is measured by first opening weekend success, mm. and people forget like about how important word of mouth is. I once posed this question to Ryan. We examined, uh, we we examined Inception, even though you don't care for it as much. It opened. It didn't open that well. I think it opened to like maybe under twenty million, but it still right. grossed over time an yeah. immense amount of money because people were like, "Go out and see this fucking movie," even though Carl doesn't like it. Right. <laughs> uh, What's wrong with you, Carl? God, yeah, I what just, the hell? I just don't like it. How do you feel about Interstellar? I love Interstellar. I don't understand why. <laughs> I, I I legitimately don't understand why people are so upset about that movie. Upset? Like people. Like legitimately think that's his worst movie. Interstellar is yeah. his worst movie. A lot of people think that. Golly, what's, well, maybe what's not, their problem? Maybe not now. I haven't seen. Uh, I haven't seen Dunk. Have you guys seen Dunkirk? No, no not I haven't either. I need to see it. I heard it's decent though. I'd say Dark Knight Rises is Interstellar worst is supposed movie. to be his, his worst, worst movie. movie a lot of people think that. Yeah, but golly, it was confusing. It's it's really. It's not confusing at all. You want me to sit here and explain it to you? It's, it's super heady. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> like, because I, I can. It's not confusing. What is this, the Interstellar cast? Uh, we, we haven't even, exp- I mean, we're almost an hour into this, but uh, we haven't even really explained what's going on. This is an, an after party, and we're here with Mitchell and Carl, who have both been on an after party before. Yo, yo. Ryan's not with us, but um, I guess it would be at least worth it to, Talk to you guys about podcasting a little bit. You guys have done a few. How many guys? Just only two. Kind of like trial yeah. run sort of thing. I'm so critical of myself. Yeah, you can't. Either just, way. Yeah, it sucks. But that's why when we record music, you record it. Because if I was doing it, I would just sit there for hours and hours and hours. Yeah. And never get anything accomplished. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I get that 100%. I mean, one of the things that we came or... Yeah, I think we both came around to here recently is it's it's not for us as content creators to judge what people are going to watch or they're yeah. not going to watch. They're either going to listen to it or they're not. And I'm, like as long as Sight and Sound is successful, we're just going to keep doing the same, yeah. thing. same thing and try to grow it, obviously. I'm just selfish. It's all about me. 
No, I feel you. I mean, that's a, it is a weird thing to do. Like, I mean, but I'm excited. I'm excited for you guys to publicly release. Eventually we'll get one in there. Yeah. How about, so you have them recorded. Yeah. How about, how about you, how about you let your friends and family listen to it? (laughs) I'll send it to you. Yeah. Send it to me. I'll email both of them to you. Yeah. It's just, it's a bunch of random nonsense. And like, the only thing is, is like, I know I'm an asshole, but like, some of the stuff I come off a little bit more of an asshole than I really thought I was. Yeah, it's okay to play. <laughs> it's okay to play up a character uh, on podcasts sometimes. Just go with it, Carl. Just go with it. Yeah, I, I, I do it every day of my life, so it doesn't matter. This sounds like how Ryan and I are in general. Like he gets really, like really neurotic about things sometimes. Like super, not not as much about the show itself. Like sometimes he'll. He'll text me after we're done. He hasn't done this in a while, but he'd text me and be like, ah, oh, I don't know if that was good. I don't know if I did this. And I'm I'm super just like whatever about it. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's fine. It's, don't, don't worry about it. Like, I just want to get it done. But, I mean, Mitchell, what's been the, like, just from the two episodes that you've done, what's surprised you about it? Um, How quick the time goes by. It is crazy. Like, it just, the last one we did, I mean, it felt like we were in there maybe an hour. We look up, it's almost what, two and a half, three hours. Yeah, yeah. that was crazy. Like, it, it went so long to think it cut off on us. But like oh, really? the, the subject matter, like we we stayed good on the second one, like the subject matter for the first half, and then the second one. There's our there's like two or three episodes in there. And yeah, I wanted to do it. I was just like, oh, that's crazy. Yeah, it's weird, man. Like I, it's funny too. After doing this. For so, well, not so long. We've only been doing it for a year, but just doing it every single week, it's like sometimes Sometimes I forget that we're doing a specific type of show. Sometimes you get on to rambling, like what we're doing now. Yeah. That's why we came up with a show where we could just literally talk about whatever we want. But, I mean, did you have a hard time, like, staying on one specific? Did you have a structure to it? Do you guys have a structure no, to your show? We just, no, we just go for it. I like that. Just turn the mic on and yeah start talking i yes. dream of a day where i no longer have to talk about music and but like and television. <laughs> the hardest part is is like once i do like or once we do find like like i'm all right with the episode and mm-hmm. be like we're all right we're gonna post this it's it's weird because like when you're talking about like pop culture stuff mm-hmm. like i don't want to talk about something and just have it sit on the back burner and then put it out like you know because I yeah, felt like it's ta- like yesterday's relevance. news. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, you know, once you get in a rhythm of doing it, you won't have that issue. Yeah. Obviously, you just record it and put it out. Right. So, I don't know, man. Like, I we are passionate about podcasting. Like, I just love doing it. I love long form conversation. Um, you know, obviously, we put a lot of effort and focus into YouTube just because it helps us grow. But, I mean, I don't think I'm ever not going to podcast. I just like create creating stuff, you know, whatever it is, music or I don't know. I could fart into a microphone, and <laughs> put it out there, and somebody if somebody just put some reverb it, and some delay on it. Hey, you know me, <laughs> you know me too well. So, when you guys podcasted, what was the balance of like? Because you're more of a music guy, you're more of a movie guy. Like, what was the balance there? Uh, Do you have a hard time. The last one was our all, all right because Brian, his friend Brian. Uh, was there and he is kind of like 
representing both lanes. I oh, guess. Yeah. Like he's just he knows. Seem like a nice guy. Seem like a yeah. relatively opinionated guy. He's super knowledgeable too, which is it's a, like it's not surprising. But like when you sit down and talk to him, you're just like, oh, yeah. yeah. He's very well rounded. Um, I think his probably his strongest category might be sports, mm-hmm. but obviously he can play in any field really, like movies, music. TV, all that stuff. Like he's, he's yeah. really big into gaming. Because um, I think we got on that for a little bit. Because yeah. I remember he told me he was. Um, Are you a gamer? Yeah, it's Carl. No, he's a. Big I'm, video a game I'm a gamer. Console, console. Yeah, I'm a gamer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do the PC uh, thing, but. Um, do you do PC games? No, I do console. Do you do uh, PC games? No. Oh, sorry. No, no, who's that? That was uh, Stuart. Stuart does Stuart. PC. Stuart. Like okay. Stuart, like so. I sit here and. Skyrim, for instance, playing Skyrim. Stuart didn't get Skyrim until, I don't know, like a couple years after it came out. Right. Like, and he's like, oh, look at my Skyrim. It looks better than yours. I modded <laughs> it out. And it's harder than yours. And I remember, like, playing that. And then his uh, his Fallout, his Fallout 3 one time, I went over there and played. And he's like, oh, I got this, like, difficulty mod. And I played it, and I was like, I want to fucking enjoy the game. Like, I want to yeah. <laughs> be able to play it, Stuart. Like, you're sitting over here, like, wanting to smash your mouse and your keyboard the whole time. Why? Well, I just go home and play it on console and actually take in everything that's going so on. So what's his enjoyment for something like that? I don't fucking know. Like, it's <laughs> <laughs> just like... He likes to torture you. Yeah. Yeah. He's just... His, he just likes to torture himself, I guess. There, it's it's People are weird like that. Like... I don't really get that because it was a, I was explaining this to somebody the other day that there was something that I really, really wanted to do. I don't remember what it was. I, there was something that I was really, really wanting to learn how to do, and I learned how to do it, but I didn't know how to do it efficiently enough. So I just was like, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I'm only going to do things that I can like <laughs> execute as well as like. I feel like that's knowing what you're good at and what you're not good at, though. Yeah, right. right. I mean, like. I was telling you before Mitchell came over, I'm I'm a graphic designer. Like I, I can make art and stuff like that, but I can't draw worth shit. I would love to be able to draw. That would be amazing, but I just I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> I'm just not. Is there anybody that you all know that's not good at something and they think they're good at something? <laughs> like like uh, me and singing. Golly. I can go on. And you just can't. I'm bring, probably bring that person and everybody's no. saying it's just Carl thinks he's good at everything. Everything that I know that you do. I'm pretty decent. You're fine. At, that's the, yeah. that's a thing. You just need to be fine. Yeah. You don't have to be great. Uh, my friend, like uh, my friend Matt, like I piss him off because he's just like Carl is decent at just about everything. Like I'll figure it out. Like, right. That's no problem. But somebody who's not good at anything. Probably you. I don't not not, <laughs> not good at anything. I, I mean, not good at something they're putting way too much effort and stock into. Golly, uh, I got a bunch of friends that rap or say they're oh, rappers, no. and dude, that's gosh, terrible. <laughs> uh, I wish I could play it for you right now, but I had a maybe when we get off here, he sent me a mixtape or sent me like some song samples, and he was like, yeah. Sounds good, right? But I feel like, like he's went in the studio and everything, oh, like no. paid money for it. And I'm like, Are you serious? Oh, yeah, dead serious. But that genre is full of that. Dead serious. Well, it's, I don't know, man. I also know, I know, here's the, the shame 
is you have people like that that can't be honest with themselves. Like, like they're, they're not self-critical enough. Like, dude, I will pick apart shit. I, I've told this story before on this podcast, but I remember one day uh, I, I stayed up super late doing a design and man, I just like, it took me forever to get it done. And I walked away from my computer and I got up in the morning and looked at it and I deleted it because it was just, yeah. it wasn't good enough. I used to play with somebody uh, and his mom, his parents were like, so positive on him. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was just like, he was that way. Like, he just thought everything he did was good. And, God, we spent a lot of money to go record and stuff. I mean, the songs were decent, but me being who I am, I was critical. And they just kicked me out of the band. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> you got to have that, though. You have to have yeah. that self-criticism. I mean, first of all, it makes you better. That's that's the real crime is yeah. when you're not critical enough to where you're like, oh, I'm good where I'm at. I mean, it's a joke. I tell Ryan all the time, but everything can always be a little bit better. Of course, like. yeah. But th- the real shame in all of this discussion are the people who are super talented who don't have the opportunities to do. Like you showed me one of your friends uh, who was a rapper, and I thought he was fucking great. I was like, this guy is the shit. And <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to work with him. I haven't heard from him. Neither have I. Yeah. So, like, Hudson, the the guy that was going to come play drums, mm-hmm. uh, he actually plays with him, like, live. Yeah. He just plays drums in the, the background with, right. with the beats going on and stuff, and they just play together. He actually wanted me to come play guitar, just go there and, like, Freeform jazz it or something. Right. I was like, I don't know if I can do that. Right. Like, That's a different type of player. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, I mean, I could do it. I can go there and make background noise all day long. But right. like, just turn your, your yeah. delay pedal. Exactly. Yeah. But I was like, I was talking to him. I was like, I would, I would really want to write songs with you. Like, mm-hmm. I want, I would enjoy writing songs with you. Like, yeah. Let's, let's do that. Yeah. That's the one thing that I haven't gotten to do yet is like, I mean, so before I met you, I was just doing everything myself, which is, you know, fine. It gets a little boring after a while. And then working with you is cool. But I also would love to work with another person that does vocals. Yeah. Like, I would love to do that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, even our, even our friend Dylan, or your friend Dylan. I don't know if he's my friend. You can going, be friends with him. <laughs> but we, I mean, he was going to come. Do you know Dylan? Does he know Dylan? I don't think so. No, okay. he never met Dylan. Like, when he got to our work, Dylan. All right, he's not here, so I'm going to. I'm going to say some things. This guy, I, I've seen many, many local bands in my life, and a lot of them are terrible. Yeah. His band is fucking great. They are really, really, really good. Their album is really good. And it's just, you know, it, it, it sucks that, especially because our music scene here, it sucks. Lexian music scene is just, it's just non-existent. <laughs> and just the fact that there is a band that talented around and they don't have the opportunities is a, a travesty. I think it's a bummer. Well, I mean, they were... I know they were doing stuff. I know they were playing out of state and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I mean, they were on Little Heart. I mean, before... Uh, what's the face? I forget his name. But he Not passed. Clues? No, uh, no, no. The guy who owned Little Heart? He passed... Oh, sorry. He passed I'm away. Sorry. You can burp in the microphone. <laughs> he passed away. Uh, but, I mean, Knock Loose. I mean, like you said, like... Yeah. What the fuck did they do to get so big? 
Yeah, and and I mean, you know, having a you don't need a record label. It goes. Back. They got big by word of mouth, like well, straight up, like uh, expired. They went on tour with expired, right. and their guitar player was just like all over it. I believe it was. Their Which I didn't player. even know that somebody that I know, and you probably know them too, is like engaged to somebody from that band. From you know ex- what I'm talking about from expired. Yeah. Who? We'll talk about it off air. But okay, no, okay. <laughs> regardless, uh, I don't know, man. Like. I'm actually envious. I get, well, I'm not envious. I understanding of how much more beneficial like rap and hip hop is because you're one person. Obviously you have right. people around you that you can work with, but for the most part, it's one individual right. bands sucks to be in a band. It does like the less people involved, the better. That's why our situation works out so well. But part of the reason I mean, this is not against any of those guys, but they're all off living their own lives. You can't have that band without most of those people, right? I mean, am I wrong? Yeah. Uh, like their like knock loose guitar player. I think it's their guitar player. Like he yeah. is super. He's talented, right? I'm sure all those dudes in those bands uh, they are talented, but yeah. like I see shit with him. Like I believe it was him. He was like. I saw a video of him playing drums with counterparts and shit like that. Oh, really? I was like, what? Yeah. And you playing Knock Loose? Like, I have nothing against that band. It seems like I'm talking shit about them, but they're just... Yeah. They are what they are. Right. They're, they're a very, very heavy band. Who's, it's kind of like when Justin Timberlake was in NSYNC and then he came out with his solo project. And he was like, oh, wow, you're a pretty diverse guy. You yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I didn't... Like, when their full length came out, I listened to it a couple times. And I mean, it's a fun record. I mean, it's just really heavy. Right. I mean, we played with this band one time. Uh, they actually just got signed to Rise. Uh, Kublacon. Yeah. You ever heard oh, of them? Well, yeah. They've been around for a long time, <laughs> haven't they? Uh, for a while, yeah. They're from Texas. Uh, yeah. We played with them. And like they're the same way. They're just incredibly heavy. And they're fun to listen to yeah, it's really at times. it's style right now. Yeah. It's odd. But... I, I don't know. I, I think about bands and artists and whatnot and how difficult it is just to be in a band. And then I think about something like a TV show and a movie <laughs> and how ridiculously difficult it must be to put it. I think it's kind of a miracle any movie gets made. With that big cast and all the different egos the and personalities. Yeah. I mean, we're seeing it right now with, I mean, uh, we're seeing it right now with Star Wars. That's sort of a bad example. That's like a, that's like a major conglomerate trying to move forward. But, right, right. But, I mean, there's just so, I don't know, man. Like, the director is like the head coach, you know? It's like the head coach of the team. And if it's bad, it's on him. If it's good, it's on him. But, but like, I mean, movies, for the most part, are simple when it comes to that stuff. I mean, think about a TV show like Game of Thrones that has three different units. Yeah. Like, the 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 best thing about Game of Thrones is that I think, despite what the fans think, I think everybody is understanding of their roles. Like the show is not trying to be the books, and the yep. books are not trying to be the show. And like our friend Stuart, he can't get past that. He can't get past no. anything that's a book <laughs> that they turn into a movie. Okay, we we can talk about this. Yeah, like he just he just Dude. can't get past it. He can't separate that. I think it's exciting. In comic books, the same way. Right. I think it's exciting that you can have the comic books, the source material, 
and you can move away from it and then sort of have that be its own expression. Like there, there's no reason why we couldn't end the MCU, how it exists and reboot it and do it completely different. Right. And I, I feel the same way. I mean, for example, like civil war, it's very different from the comic book of civil war. And which is fine because I thought it was a good movie. It was one of my favorite movies. Um, but the only pro- only time I have a problem with that when they stray away from the source material is if they do it and it's something stupid or it doesn't I agree. and it doesn't work. Like, when it doesn't work, it's it's, it's like bad, yeah. what was the point? You know? Yeah, a hundred percent. It's funny that I said that about Stuart because he's a huge Harry Potter fan and he loves he, those movies. I would say he likes those movies. Well, I think the reason that is is because for the most part, actually, almost a hundred percent they just pulled those movies off. I mean, those are just good yeah. movies, but you're right. The second, the second, a comic book movie, something like makes you raise your eyebrow. You're like, yeah, it's like, this is ridiculous. Why change that? Like Hawkeye, the whole, in the whole, all the movies. I don't really know much about Hawkeye to begin with. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I know very, very, very little. He just didn't really interest me. Well, I just that. think his character in general is kind of pointless. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean he's just I mean it's just a guy shooting, he's Jeremy, shooting arrows. He's Jeremy Renner. That Jeremy Renner is a meme of Hollywood in general. He was supposed to take over the two series. movie franchises Most of and Mission Impossible. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, that, just to speak on that point real quick before we move off of it. Uh, recently, I rewatched Batman vs Superman and I showed it to Kayla for the first time. And it's funny because we were watching it and she was kind of confused. And this is fine if this is their people's take, but she was kind of confused about why people were so frustrated about that movie. And she did bring up a good point, and I've talked about this before. It's it's funny how we we can give certain things in the comic book world a pass. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, uh, the villains weren't very, you know, fleshed Villainy. out. That could be a huge... That's Honestly, that's a huge issue in, in most movies. Like right. To just have one major part of the story just not be fleshed out. Right. But to to what you were talking about, about changing something, and I guess spoiler for anybody that hasn't seen it, but Batman vs. Superman, they made the decision to have Batman just straight up like shooting guns, offing people like left and right. And I, I don't care one way or the other if that's the decision. They right. just never really addressed why that was. Right, right. That was my major issue with that. Have you seen yeah. Batman vs. Superman? Yeah, but that's the original Batman though. Yeah, but kind of. that's that's not the overarching. Like you could also say, Steamboat Willie is the <laughs> the original version of Mickey Mouse, but yeah. everybody knows him that he wears those red pants. Like it's exactly. like, uh, and it, they just never addressed it. And I mean, I was I was fine with it, but like you're saying, I would have been. I think I'd have been more okay if they'd have said why. And I mean, even making that movie, I feel like. I had the biggest problem with it because you called it Batman or Superman and you were playing on the Dark Knight. Yeah. Like the graphic novel. Right. And, yeah, that is kind of strange. And it's like, it's nothing like it. Right. And, I mean, you could have called it World's Finest. I mean, well, even even that probably yeah. wouldn't have worked either. But it's just, why just make it its own thing? I, looking back on it and how it was announced and how it was presented, like obviously fans were always going to be excited by it. Yeah. And I mean, they read the quote from the graphic novel yeah. when Batman beat Superman. 
Well, the worst thing about that that movie is when you think about the fact that you had Superman who had his own movie, yeah. but the equal billing in that fight, you had no idea who this character was. I mean, you know, obviously, people know who Batman is, but All right. who DC will never. You get don't it know right. any story like right. behind him. Exactly, I'll say we haven't seen. And like this is another thing that bothered me too. You're just like whole, not attached to him almost. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like when they showed the Robin suit where obviously, yeah. you know, Robin died. Right. Whichever one it was. But why just make that a Easter egg and do yeah. nothing with it? Like Jason you could Todd. you could easily have a trilogy, you yeah. know, Death in the Family and then, you know, going to the Red Hood, like that could have easily been a whole Batman trilogy by right. itself. Like, why even just throw that in there for no reason? Like, I don't care about Robin. I don't know who he is. Like, it's funny that, like, <laughs> that, the animated movies are oh, kind of, some of them are a lot better than the actual movies. Like, oh, that yeah. Red Hood movie? Yeah, Never Under the Red that? Hood. That's yeah, so it's, good. It's good. It's really the good. The Killing Joke wasn't too bad. I never saw the right. Killing Joke. All I heard was that it got a little wacky. It's on HBO. Like, I they did some stupid stuff in it right now. I don't know. But, I think the the good news with DC in general is that Wonder Woman. I I love Wonder Woman. I thought it was. You, are you signing? Yeah, I saw Wonder Woman. Yeah, it was good. That was definitely a step in the right direction. But I'm I'm afraid now. I'm getting worried for Justice League. Yeah, I think it's just about to go two steps back. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what the, they're going to do with like Flashpoint. See how fucked up they get that. Have they Have they confirmed that? Is that they, it's on their slate now? Oh, Flashpoint? Yeah, essentially what most people are saying is that they've kind of put Justice League Dark on the back burner and that Justice League 2 is essentially supposed to be Flashpoint. See, I I think that's, they need to go the route, I think, of a Justice League Dark. Just have some like a, like almost like an anthology. Don't make it a part of the whole universe. Make it its own thing. It's kind of like what the, the cartoon did. Yeah, I mean, it it was sort of attached to the Superman cartoon and the Batman cartoon, but it was its own thing. Yeah, like, because I mean, Wonder Woman, I guess she herself is a part of the DC universe, but the movie really had nothing to do with the overarching yeah. story. So and I think that's why it worked. I don't see because this timeline that they got now, I'm not feeling it. Yeah, I mean, they let off they let off their biggest character in Batman being in his like 50s already you're kind of stuck you know yeah like just gonna end up like x-men they're just gonna keep rebooting it <laughs> keep adding yeah. movies saying look this is the end of this timeline just accept it you know it's hilarious though about the dc universe if if uh if they could have just picked up with what nolan started and just built off of that instead i'm curious about how different things would be Obviously, you would probably have had to recast Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I think. Could it, you imagine a Christopher Nolan Superman though? I would say it would have been a little. He's a producer on the movie, but well, I know, but like, it would have been different. I already hate Superman anyway. But yeah. his is so grounded. Yeah, it would have been hard, I think, to put those other characters in there. Well, I think he kind of set the tone for Zack Snyder making an overt. Like, for whatever reason, people thought that grounded meant dark, but it doesn't always necessarily have to be. There's a lot of humor in the Christopher Nolan Batmans, like, a lot. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. It's it's so frustrating to talk about in general. It's because I I think Batman is my favorite comic book hero, and we we've been blessed with as much Batman on screen as we have been. All right. It's just the current stance that it's in. Well, we've been blessed, but I, I don't know. Do you guys have there been more bad Batman Batmans than, than good? How many bad Batmans have there been? Not bad Batmans, but move bad movies with Batman in I mean in what do you got? Uh, I mean Batman like the Michael Robin Batman and Robin for sure. Oh yeah, that's a bad movie. And How do we feel about Batman Forever? It's wacky. I didn't enjoy it. Yeah, it was just... It's not terrible. It. it was it, the beginning of the end. It's not as it's it's not as good as Batman vs Superman. I don't think. Of course. I mean, yeah. And not honestly, it, it probably sounds like it, but I didn't really hate Batman vs. Yeah, I was about to say we're kind of talking about it negatively, but it wasn't trash. No, it wasn't trash, but it's just. I, there are parts in it I certainly enjoyed, like the last yeah. fight scene, the the Martha fight scene, like him uh, going, going to save her. Yeah. yeah, that was good. I mean, I enjoyed all of that. I mean, I I enjoyed the Doomsday fight. I just didn't like Doomsday. Right. Um, oh my god! Rewatching that Batman in that fight scene is essentially useless. It's like, what is he doing? He's there? standing. Around, he's literally standing around watching, and he's like, like, "Oh, I'm gonna go get something real quick." <laughs> That's literally what he does. Oh my god! And Lois Lane is also a tragedy in that in that movie too. Yeah, just used as a prop essentially. She annoyed me. I mean, essentially. Then, uh, I think I think that's one of the biggest things that bothered me when she goes in to get the spear, almost drowns. Then he goes in to save her and almost drowns. I'm like, are you really? It's it's such a ridiculous uh, series of events. So. Uh, he tries to stab him with the spear. It gets thrown away. And then she has to go back and get it and then bring it. Yeah, it was. Oh my. Come on, like man. how you guys just like totally stated. It's not a tragedy, but we're going <laughs> to sit here and just. <laughs> just the shit out of it. I mean, it's not. It's not, it's terrible. not a tragedy. Also, Here's Lex all these Luther, problems. Lex Luthor is terrible in that movie. I don't even know what his uh, side note. Did you know I have a friend that uh, randomly went to a. Indiana Pacers. He's not game. even supposed to be Lex Luthor, like he is, but he's supposed to be Lex Luthor Junior or whatever. I don't isn't know. He? I don't know. I don't even care. But uh, I had a friend that went to an Indiana Pacers game just randomly one time and ended up getting a picture with Jesse Eisenberg at the game. He met him at the <laughs> how proud is he? Stand. So random. God. Apparently, he's a massive Indiana Pacers fan. Only Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. See why. They suck. They suck. I mean, uh, I'm trying to think other. I mean, Social Network's the only other movie with Jesse Eisenberg in it. That, well, Zombieland that I yeah. like, really, really like. I liked, uh, what was it? American something. Recently. Ultra? Yeah, yeah. I didn't see it. It was Kristen Stewart or whatever. Yeah. It was actually pretty good. I didn't see that one. I didn't mind it. Um, but Jesse Eisenberg's just like Michael Sarah. Like, you just look at him. And he was go. a poor man's Michael Sarah for a yeah. while. Yeah. And now Michael Sarah's the poor man's Michael Sarah. Dude, what happened to him? I thought he was going to blow back up after. Uh, he was in some like indie movie here recently, but that's like essentially been his thing. Oh, just indie movies. Yeah. And you know, what's funny about that is uh, he was the big reason why the Arrested Development, love it or hate it, the Arrested Development uh, reboot or new season. Hmm. 
he was the big reason why that didn't get made because he was like he didn't want to come back for it because I guess he thought he was too big. But now what the fuck is he doing? I was about to say like if they came back and actually came back like full force, yeah, that show would do really good. I mean, if you think about the main people on that show, uh, Jason Bateman is killing it. Um, Will Arnett, Will Arnett, killing it more so than Michael Sarah. Will Arnett's killing it. Absolutely. Like it's good. Bojack Horseman. Yeah, for sure. That's and what I'm saying. Flaked yeah. and then Batman, Lego yeah. Batman. Oh, and absolutely. The, yeah. And the Turtles. And, and then the girl, uh, I forget her name, but she was in um she was in Green Room, which is one movie, but regardless. <laughs> uh and then whatever David Cross was doing. Being David Cross. Yeah, for sure. And then Ellen's wife. What's her name? Are they still married? Ellen's wife? Yeah. Like Portia? Yeah, Portia DeRoss. Uh, yeah. They're still married. Yeah. Yeah. That's, more that's su- All more successful than Michael Sarah right now. How dare you, Michael Sarah? I don't know. Um, shit on Michael Sarah. I'm I'm looking forward to you guys uh, getting this podcast up and going. Me too. Just got to figure out what the fuck is going on. I know. You're, you're going to go home and think about it tonight. I know. And <laughs> I got to wake up at... 7.30? Tomorrow morning? Yeah. God, that sucks. Well, that's I'm wrapping it up right now. Um, I normally ask people to plug things, but I don't know what you guys have to plug. Separator. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to plug separator yeah. the whole time. You got yeah. a new, working on a new EP. Yeah. You're working on the new EP. <laughs> I am. I don't know what I do. I guess you just bring we're, me ideas. I'm going to come over here and then we're going to record and do like we used to do, but hopefully I'll have more structured Fully songs. Arranged songs. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. I'm looking forward to it. Mitchell, is there anything you want to plug? No. No. <laughs> no, I'm not yet. Thinking. Stay tuned, I guess, for the gray area. Yeah, it'll coming soon. Coming never. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> it's gonna happen, guys. This guy. It's yeah. gonna happen. I think why don't we go rogue on you? Why don't we record one? And then just send it to Jay. Well, it's gonna it's gonna happen because like just take it out of Carl's hands. This is like, <laughs> just put it out. I'm just gonna <laughs> upload it. This is the <laughs> second part of my life. This is the second act. I just figured it out because us playing music. I've already released more music with you than I did in my last band. Yeah, which really is like <laughs> yeah, it's fucking pitiful, huh? Like we did, we did the technology is amazing. We did the two EPs or whatever, and then the split. And that's it. Yeah, I mean. I mean, we released more music on one thing. Yeah. I've got a few songs that I did solo that I'm going to put out that I had told myself in between us putting out that album and putting out this next EP, I was going to release three little solo songs. So, yeah, we in some some good times musically, I think. It's only going to get better. That's right. Uh, looking forward to the podcast. Uh, I don't know how to end it. If people, oh, you can check us. You can check me out at Jay Williams, Jay the Y the E on Twitter and Instagram. It's the same for both. Uh, what else do we have going on? Sight and Sound Weekly. I don't know when this is coming out, so it's either happened and it was fantastic, or Ryan and I got in a massive fight and we're no longer working together. But I love you guys. No, no. You want to say I love you? I love you, Jay Mitchell. A whole bunch. Love you guys, man. All right, we'll see you guys later. Bye-bye.